Welcome to the Bookworthy Podcast. I'm children's author Valerie Fentress, and we are here to talk about kid lit that's good for your kids' hearts and souls. Kid lit ranges from birth to teens, so there is a lot of shelf space to cover. Today, we are talking with R.M. Ruiz, the author of the Chosen Kids series for kids ages 8 to 12. Welcome, <laughs> R.M. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and really excited for your podcast. Yeah, I can't wait to hear all the episodes. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to have you. My kids have devoured your books and are slightly upset that the third one isn't out yet. But <laughs> a whole year <laughs> until here, I was talking to you today. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Well, we are in the new year. Somehow, some way, we've made it to 2024. Um, I wanted to say Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Thank you. And how does your family celebrate the new year? Well, uh, it's pretty boring. (laughs) We just stay up watching movies. And then, you know, the last, uh, what, minute, we watch the ball drop in New York. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, Happy New Year at midnight, you know, and then we go to bed at 12.05. (laughs) uh but but the next day um all of us go to my parents house because my dad we're mexican-american and my dad has a tradition where he makes a big old pot of menudo which is Mm -hmm. i don't know if anyone knows what that is it's kind of it's like pork (laughs) i don't want to say pork stomach lining and hominy (laughs) and this red spicy it's really weird but it's delicious, and that's how we all spend the day together, eating that and just having dessert. So that's it. Oh, fun. So does Menudo have a um, superstitions with it like uh, Black Eyed Peas do for Americans? No, no. It's no? Just, I don't even I mean, I try not to think about what's in it because it's really, really delicious. <laughs> eat it and you know don't think about it. it's tradition it does, it's the calories don't count Mexican, right yeah yeah it's very <laughs> traditional but it's delicious and we add you know all that like you know you can add like chili and onions and cilantro and just we do the whole works you know it's a thing <laughs> sounds delicious if I end up on your doorstep you'll know why <laughs> well RM, are you a fan of resolutions in your household Um, yeah, I do. I do New Year's resolutions. Um, but it's more like, so when I'm putting away my Christmas decorations, I write myself a letter telling myself what I want to accomplish the next year. So that's how I do my resolutions. So then, yeah, when I unpack the box the next year, I see if I accomplish those goals. So (laughs) I kind of like that. That's pretty clever. Yeah. yeah. I got that. I read that years ago in a, like a woman's day magazine. I mean, I'm talking like 20 years ago or something and I've been doing it ever since, but I help, I hold myself accountable. So um, yeah, it, it, it helps. (laughs) So that's how I do mine. Are you typically successful in accomplishing your goals? (laughs) Maybe like seventy percent of the time. So hey, that's not bad. <laughs> that's passing are, grade. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And some are like carryovers. So <laughs> gotcha. There's some but, lifelong goals that we just oh oh yeah continually rotate. Yeah, it's like every year lose ten pounds. Every year start exercising. Every year eat better. So those are just always there. Always there. Yeah. <laughs> Too so, fun. Um. <laughs> well, I'm excited to talk about your uh, books, The Chosen Kids. Um, what was your inspiration for these books? Well, uh, my biggest inspiration, obviously, was God, you know, um, and my family. So um, my, they're based on characters. The characters are based on my nieces and nephews. 
and their auntie who is kind of based on me, but she's not really me. I know I get a lot of flack from my family, but I'm like, I wish I were her. She's really cool. She's got it together. She's, uh, you know, she's like a big kid herself and she's Mm -hmm. adventurous and she's driving my dream vehicle. Uh, 1979 <laughs> Volkswagen Transporter van, and, and nice. you know, I've always wanted that since I was a child. So there's a lot of, of family stuff in these books that I just put in the books. <laughs> so and um, yeah, best inspiration my nieces and nephews. For oh, sure. too fun! Yeah. I know what is it? I think what is it? The aunt definitely probably has a little bit of the inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little bit. You know what? I, I kind of identify with Caden a lot, like. There's okay. a lot of me in him, but he's also based on one, my youngest nephew, and he's just like him, like a little bit sarcastic, you know, <laughs> but a sweetheart, like totally sweet and just, yeah, it's, so I took like personalities from my nieces and nephews and I just amped it up, you know, a lot. Like, so right. even the little girl who likes to draw my niece, she loves drawing and she's not always drawing like the character, but that is her thing. You know, she, oh, you will see her sitting at a table sketching in her book. So yeah, there's that. There's a lot of truth in, this, in these characters. So, so fun. Now, each of the characters in the Chosen Kids has a tool or a role on the team. Yes. How do you feel that God equips us and our kids for daily battles? Well, that is. I think that first of all, I want to say that God has a plan for all of us, right? And he equips us with our natural skills and talents and abilities and some, uh, you know, spiritual gifts. Um, so we have all that inside us. And then we're fighting these battles that we know there are spiritual battles, right? We know there's a supernatural realm. We know there's stuff going on. And he equips us with not only our own talents and skills to fight these, but also the word of God, right? The Bible and the Holy Spirit. I feel the Holy Spirit plays a big part in my books um, because, you know, he's there. He's the enabler. He's the helper. He's. He, Jesus gave that to us. I always thank Jesus for the Holy Spirit. I'm like, thank you for thinking of us and giving us the helper. Uh, he yes, knew we'd need it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, and then the word of God is real powerful too. And then we have Jesus, you know, inside us. And, and he gives us that strength, really. We, the power in his name, the blood of Jesus, you know, there's so much we have to fight these battles. And the chosen kids use those, you know, they talk to Jesus, they hear the Holy Spirit. They may not always listen to him, <laughs> like, you know, and, um, but they do hear the Holy Spirit and they're learning to listen and follow his guidance. And when they don't, they have consequences just like we all do. Right. <laughs> so. I love that element of those books that you are having your characters struggle with listening yeah. to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that it is just a a whisper, a, you know, feeling in their gut and that mm-hmm. they're like, huh, if I d- I'm not going to listen to that. They do choose to not listen to it. They, and then mm-hmm. things don't go so well. And then they choose yes. to listen to it. And like, oh, then I guess I should listen to it next time. The first time. <laughs> and then sometimes it takes two or three times. I don't know. Yeah. That might be a little based on personal experience. I'm just saying. Uh, me <laughs> yeah. too. Me too. <laughs> I'm like, really? How many times? <laughs> right. And I think that's something unique about your books that um, is not, you don't see a lot in this middle grade reading is to show that God does speak to us. He does give us, you know, that ability to choose yes or no. He does give us a conscience and his Holy spirit to 
give us a huh, a pause. That's yes. not a good idea. Yes. And it's just a, such a good reminder for kids to remember to take that pause before actions because they could be so impulsive. Yes. But I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. Those parts I'm, of your I'm, books. I'm so glad. That makes me really happy. I, I heard some feedback from a couple of kids who were like, it teaches them to remember to listen to the Holy Spirit. And that was like one of the best feedbacks I have gotten. I was like, oh, that just made my day. That's really what I want because it is hard. You know, we're going along and these kids are doing a lot of stuff, you know, and then there's just a little voice in their head. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, you, like you said, you have to pause, you have to listen to it. You have to, you know, and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but that's, you know, it's part, <laughs> they of, the... part of life. Yeah. <laughs> part of living. Right? <laughs> part of life, and, and you know, it can't always be easy. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. But to look, to learn that at eight to 12, instead of, you know, 25, mm -hmm. 30, 40, 40. <laughs> um, exactly. setting them up for success, right? Yeah. Exactly. I hope so. <laughs> well, what was it? Um, you do an amazing job of we, like you had said earlier a little bit, how your nieces and nephews are some of your inspirations and you do an amazing job of weaving in, you know, family conflict and forgiveness alongside oh, wow. these characters. And so how has your family, um, helped your research in those uh, situations? Those moments? Um, well, uh, you know, during the pandemic, um, we had our little COVID bubble going on. So I was actually, this was like three years ago. They were younger, obviously. <laughs> now they're all like, I don't know, 15, 6, 17, 8. Yeah, they're older. And um, so I would just sit there and watch them and listen. And, you know, some stuff is like actually really happened that I put in the book, like some conversations. And I just remember them, you know, and I go home and I record them or write them down. And um, just watching the kids really uh, gives me a lot of material. <laughs> so Most definitely. Yeah. Was it? I have a 15 year old and a nine year old. And so what was it when reading about Caleb and Caden? And their interaction in the first book, I was like, that's exactly what's going on in my home. <laughs> like these kids, my, I'm like, are you reading this? Are you paying attention? So it was neat to see the transformation that Caleb went through to be like, yeah, this is my little brother. I can protect him and I can yeah. take care of him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, you guys reading this? Well, wait till they read book three because uh, book three is all about their relationship because they haven't really had one because they've been, That's you know, true. bully and victim. And uh, so they're really going to see it in book three. I'm having a lot of fun writing this book. <laughs> so, uh, well, it's yeah. definitely on my, what is it, my 11 year old's number one <laughs> TBR. Like, when oh, is this book coming? So cute. When is this book oh, coming? Oh my gosh, that's so. adorable. I may, you know what? I may send you one in advance. <laughs> so let him know. I would love that. Yeah. Love to get his <laughs> review on that. Well, in these first two books, you introduce some pretty interesting characters. And my 11 year old wanted me to ask, where do you get your inspiration for these evil characters that <laughs> the um, are being defeated in these books. Yes. Um, okay. So the evil beings are, so what I did is, you know, I looked to see, um, obviously in revelations and revelation, what Jesus tells us, what's going to happen at the end of the world, you know, floods, earthquakes, volcanic eruptions. So I kind of went and chose which disaster <laughs> I want to happen in the books. And then I researched it to see like, like what causes hurricanes, you know, how mm -hmm. do hurricanes develop you know what um so it's when you have uh warm water 
that makes, you know, the tropical storm yeah. into hurricane. So, and I'm probably giving spoilers here, but you know, <laughs> parents don't tell your kids. Um, so, so that's how I thought, well, I want something in the water that heats up the water, you mm -hmm. know? And so that's where the, the first, the sea devils came from. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then also this is, if you want to let them know that I also sketch out the creatures, um, just to get in my mind what I want it to look like. And I know it's weird. It's, <laughs> it's a little morbid, <laughs> but I mean, I got to do it right. So I have to see what it's going to look like. And sometimes I'll Google, you know, like sea creatures or sea, you know, devils or just, and I get all these weird ideas. <laughs> and then I just kind of create my own, my own evil being and, and what they're going to do to cause the disaster. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little creepy, actually. I was this third book. I was like, this is creeping me out. I'm like sketching this weird creature. And I'm like, I can't even do this right now because it's, <laughs> it's literally creeping me out. <laughs> well, it's, that's neat because when, even as you scratch it, sketch it out, you have character, your character in the book that has to sketch it out, too. Yes. And, and so you're creating your own, you know. Yeah your words by <laughs> yeah, doing they it. have to see what it looks like. Right. So we have mm -hmm. to describe it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting process, but sometimes I do that last, like, the, <laughs> like this, this time I did the whole plot outline and I, I knew what I wanted the creature to cause, uh, but I didn't know what it looked like or the mm -hmm. name or any of that stuff. And I, I had to do that actually just, um, a couple of weeks ago I sketched it out cause <laughs> I was kind of putting it off. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, but um, well, why do you feel it's important to communicate kind of the spiritual battles in our world to young kids? Um, because I want them to know there is a spiritual battle. I mean, you know, they can like these chosen kids, you know, you know, especially the older ones with the phones, they're going along their day is just like a normal day. They're just looking at the earth and there's nothing. Right. But then suddenly I bring these evil beings to earth, you know, like I brought the spiritual realm kind of to earth. And then it's like, whoa, this is real. This is uh, a battle. There are evil beings that are trying to destroy our worlds. Mm -hmm. And, and whether it's through people or I really think like disasters, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I really think that there are, obviously we know there's a spiritual battle. There's evil beings everywhere. And I want kids to be aware of that. I mean, it's not just this, earth they have to look beyond it mm -hmm. right that's 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 what we need to do so <laughs> yeah was it it kind of what you're saying reminds me of a gk uh, chesterton uh, quote it says that fairy tales or kind of fantasy shows us that there's something in the universe more mystical than darkness that there's something stronger than fear that's right i think that's the power behind stories like the chosen kids series is that you're not just while there is evil and hardship and disaster you're showing that there is a power above and beyond that. yes exactly I, and mean, I think it can yeah. be so easy to focus on the disasters and the chaos of our world, but to remind our kids that there is hope beyond it. Yes. That there's someone who has already won the battle. That and there's, yeah, and there's a God watching over us and, and everything. But yes. there is a battle. But we are equipped yes. with the, everything that God gives, especially the word of God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, you know, all that. And we can fight these battles. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I love it. I love that you're trying to get young kids to think that way because what one quote as I, our church is we're either raising the remnant or the revolutionists. That's right. So it's Amen. just one of those like we're preparing them Amen. for what's coming next. Yeah. And so 
Yeah. Um, overall, if there's one takeaway, which we've kind of hit on this a little bit, the number one takeaway you'd wish kids to have from your books, what would that be? Well, uh, there's several. <laughs> it's like a layer, <laughs> but I really want kids to find their identity in Christ. And I want them to know that they have a calling, that there mm -hmm. is God has a plan for all of them and that we are fighting spiritual battles and what they have to fight these battles. You know, I love and, that. Yeah, that's that's basically what it is. <laughs> and lots of it's other good, stuff. Forgiveness, oh yeah. love, you know, all that stuff. Oh, this, yeah, it's all intertwined. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Very cool. Well, RM, did you always want to be an author? Well, um, when I was 10 years old, I, uh, I gave my heart to the Lord and I read The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. And as I was reading it, my older sister told me, you know what that's about, right? So she starts telling me about Aslan, you know, everything, right? All the symbolism. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was amazing. Like I read that book and I was just, it's still my favorite book to this day. It, 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 it's the book that also made an impact on me. <laughs> so, <laughs> this book is everything, okay? Uh, and so when I read it. I knew that, we I, were good friends. I knew we yeah. were on the same page. We're good. <laughs> awesome, yes. <laughs> and so I told my little 10 year old self is like, I'm going to write a book someday. And it's going to be just like this. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a Christian book. And you know, but life <laughs> happens. And I was a single mom for 10 years and you know, flashback 40 years. And here I am writing my book for kids that always was in the back of my mind. So that's amazing. Thank you, God. He remembered my dream. So <laughs> well, and he was preparing you that whole time and so <laughs> giving you the inspiration of your nieces and nephews yeah. and situations like you can help encourage the next 10 year old that yeah, comes to the amazing. Lord. So <laughs> that is amazing how God works now. Yes, it is. I would say, what is your most favorite book? And Unless it's anything other than the white lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Well, a close second, and this is like the most typical. Like I know every Christian, the close second is the Hobbit. <laughs> so, nice, yes. But then I like Little Women would be like my favorite grown-up book. Um, but I really like middle grade books. I kind of live in a world of middle grade, um, but and classic books. I'm not like really into modern day books so much. I mean, when I before years ago, whenever I had a chance to read. You know, I read things, worldly books that I don't even care to ever read again, you know. Um, but I love classic books. So Little Women, Jane Eyre, Wuthering Heights, you know, my top three. So, oh, those are good ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, you know, what is that? I can't believe I read most of those in high school. It's yeah. like, what were they trying to teach me? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Like, oh. And we read, read some of them as an adult. I'm like, oh. I totally missed that. Okay. Yeah. You know what? That's so true because I have read them later. Uh, <laughs> another good classic book is Frankenstein. I mean, um, mm -hmm. a lot of people think it's a horror book, but it's really not. It's got a lot of human nature on that book. It's yes. a little bit crazy, but I, I like that book too. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how you know Frankenstein movies focus on only one portion I, of I that book, and there's so much yes, richness yes, to that there book. Is. There it's, is yeah. totally. I'm surprised they don't read that in high school. I'm like, hmm. That's what I would say too. I think it's an excellent literature. I'm really and yes. the fact that you know a woman wrote it, even better. Even better. <laughs> even better. <laughs> okay. Well, we've talked about *Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe*, *Frankenstein*. Um, what is your favorite <laughs> children's book other than your own? Uh, well, that would be. <laughs> okay, so if we're not going to go with *The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe* or *The Hobbit*, um, children's book. Are you talking like eight ages, like five to eight or not middle grade, right? Or not middle grade. Yeah. Oh, let's go there. Jeez. Hmm. 
I don't know if I can. Oh, I know. Uh, is this a middle grade? Amelia Bedelia. I that is something huh? I read. When early I was, chapter book. That's an early yeah, chapter yeah. book. Uh, yeah, that's the because I can't think of any other um, children's books that I read like or Christian children's books for some reason. I just can't think of of any right now. I mean, there was Where the Wild Things Are. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like one of my favorites as well. Um, but I always loved Amelia Bedelia. I think because one my older sister used to read it to me, and I just thought it was the funniest thing ever. You know, just so funny, but that's all I can think of. It's like my my boy, because I have three boys, and so they were were like, why do you want us to read Amelia Bedelia? I'm like, because (laughs) it is like comic gold. Yes, And they're like, what? And so we read through them, and they're like laughing. It's hilarious. They're just like all the word plays, and Mm -hmm. it's like, see, you would miss this if I didn't force it. You and yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> so next time they hear you say you're going to dress the turkey, you know, they can... <laughs> exactly I have that image Go in my head. Road. Hit the road. Yeah, yeah, hit the road. <laughs> yeah so those are great books. Those are too fun. Well, RM, what can we expect next from you? Or more importantly, when? When? <laughs> so book three, uh, which I do have a title, Encounter at Ambrose. Um, takes place kind of like in the Midwest. It's got a little Wizard of Oz feel to it. Um, and not too long, <laughs> but um, <laughs> when this comes out. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and it's like I said earlier, it's going to focus on um, the brothers like uh, Caleb, Caleb and Caden will be paired up together in this one. And so the majority of the book is those two just getting into a little bit of shenanigans too. There's a couple of funny scenes and and it actually opens up with a funny scene um, that I hope kids will like. Um, So I have like another um, great nephew. Yeah. He's my great nephew. Uh, He makes a cameo in book three. So I promised (laughs) him I put him in book three. So his, his character is going to make a cameo in the, in the very beginning and it's pretty funny. So uh, (laughs) I think kids are going to love it. Yeah. I had to give myself a little more time because um, releasing a, the last two books, I released them in March, and it's you're working during holiday season, and who has time for that, you know? And it was just a struggle both times, and things happened, things went wrong, and I said, you know what? I need more time. I can't do this, so it's got to be August. So, <laughs> well, we will be waiting impatiently <laughs> for August. <laughs> at least I know you have an 11 year old at my house. That's just okay. Be ticking <laughs> down the days. He'll still be into it. Yeah, but. The good news is I'm also trying to release books four and five the following year. I want them to come out in spring and fall. That's what I'm hoping for. If that's in God's plan for me, if he can make it happen, it's going to happen. So. Oh, well, that'll be fun. Well, Aryan, where can people find out more about you? So my website is the uh, thechosenkids.com. Very easy. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, Chosen Kids Saga. Um, yeah. And when you get to my website, you can contact me. There's a contact form. You can sign up for my newsletter. It's a monthly newsletter. It's talk about stuff and, you know, share things. I have a, a, a book month, uh, a book, a book pick of the month. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, gotcha. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's real easy to find the chosen Honestly, just type that in and, and we pop up. So <laughs> too fun well where i'm excited for what you have coming uh in august as well as maybe two more books next year yeah yeah de- so we will be definitely. waiting feverishly here Aww. at our house for that <laughs> thank awesome. you so much for joining us thank you 
And thank you for joining RM Ruiz and me on this episode of the Bookworthy Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for any books or links that we discussed and hit the like and subscribe button to help us discover more great books together. Happy reading.